Hello and welcome to Cardition at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Hi, Jess. Hi, bud. Here we are. We're back at it. We're remote podcasting. We're remote. We're making it work. I feel the need to say that just in case it sounds so good that it sounds like we're in the same Can room. you believe it? We're not in the same place. We're really only a few blocks apart. Yeah, very <laughs> close, but yet so far. Yes. Um, I'm getting weirdly used to it, but I yeah. will be very happy to be back in the same room eventually. I know, but also what a great um, thing now that we have up our sleeve. If anyone I, ever were sick, we don't have to push back. I know. And also just what an amazing thing, like in this moment when so many um, things have just kind of had to go away, like the obvious stuff, you know, restaurants and going out, but also like a lot of the places I was thinking about in terms of expression, like I like UCB and performing live and like I haven't my yoga studio has been closed for weeks and weeks it's so cool that podcasting is this able to transfer medium you yeah. know that like this space can still exist and and we have other friends who continued podcasting and stuff it's like uh actually can function in this time like within a week four different sets of comedians had their own like pandemic podcast and i was like knew that was coming yes like hmm how can we find a way to get it out (laughs) i mean who wants to talk about it i will say that this past week you were very patient with me i had a bit of my melt i think we were both having hard weeks but for me i think maybe i hadn't been having like such um outwardly bad time with yeah. it so i uh, like my brain shut down that's why um we canceled our instagram live this week because of that um i just was unsure if my brain would ever work again again i like to blame it on my period a bit um at least it would be nice to tag it on to some other issue i think it is i'm on my period now and it is like a period in a pandemic Ooh boy <laughs> just like that and like other stressors so my i my head broke so we didn't have an instagram line we'll try to um but i think the thing that would be just full disclosure for our listeners i'm going to be starting work remotely this week which is very i'm so happy for Ooh. it but I'll, we'll just have to see what schedules are like because i have yeah. no idea what it'll be like I mean, we'll figure it out. Doing any of this going forward. So, but we'll figure it out. We'll just announce it on Instagram when we have our next one because we'll do it again. It was fun. Yeah. And I also think that like a thing that I have really liked about the world right now, or at least in our world, there's a lot of like flexibility and understanding, even if it's just like, oh yeah, we were going to Zoom and then like the day comes and you're like, it's a really hard day. I don't think I I can do it. I don't want to fucking Zoom. And everybody I think is doing, there's a lot more like radical honesty because also everybody knows you're home and available and so so maybe some of the reasons you would have leaned on in the past you like aren't unavailable to you but i think it le- it's leading to like a cool honesty that's just like i don't know let's just see <laughs> yeah yeah um how are you what's going on i'm good i my job remains really really busy um which is nice and purposeful during the days and really long i i tend to feel a lot crazier on the weekends like it's like all of a sudden the the gate is open and my brain's like whoa and kind of like flying all over the place so i like almost struggle with the weekends more um but i have a nice sweet husband and he's lovely and he has cooked me a lot of food and yesterday we went um 
for a drive as we've been trying to do to just like drive and go see stuff and I clear saying, our heads that's so quaint it's very like 1950s sunday drive like that's a thing <laughs> people used to do um <laughs> it feels it's it is like a thing that i would like to keep up post pandemic like especially you know because i would normally be in an office all week but you just realize mentally it like unlocks something to just like be looking out your windows and taking a new scenery and uh this yeah so this saturday we drove around we just wanted to see like hollywood first and went to like hollywood and highland and wanted to see how crazy it looked like the chinese theater and everything kind of empty because there is like a weirdness to seeing these places just totally shut down um and but a curiosity was it, was it shut down because i it was totally shut down i worry that there are still people like wandering no. around. okay that's no good. no that's- it was empty Good to totally know. empty um or you know a couple people yeah. walking around but not like uh, nothing compared to what that area looks like and then we drove through beverly hills and it was just like <gasps> that's another really weird part is that you can just get around everywhere yes. so fast and then i remembered that i had learned that beyonce and jay-z had bought a house in bel-air what? and i was like we were in bel-air and i was like i wonder if you can see it like i wonder and we uh drove around and peeked at it <gasps> and it was i mean you can't really see anything right. just like for anybody who ever goes like snooping or does ever, ever wants to go do like hollywood star home tours you really are only ever looking at uh, gates yeah, and high walls and hedges yeah. it's not like a very scintillating peak but it is mentally just a neat feeling to be like oh my god that's like this is their street and that's oh my where god. they live oh, one of my droplets could get on something <laughs> that she could touch <laughs> i could make an icon ill <laughs> um it was a big <clears throat> thrill and i truly was terrified um of like security even oh, though we were so doing funny. nothing we just drove past it twice and that's then drove so home funny but it was a big thrill um it, at this and point, it's a big piece of property if you ever were like oh no a security guard's gonna come tackle me you could just say i have a cough <laughs> that's a good point i have like, a cough like what are you gonna do about it buddy i have a uh, cough they're probably yeah, the, like paid to like die though oh i'm sure <laughs> if fully, like, the reason we could tell that it was that well, there was it's kind of hard to figure out exactly which one it was and then i noticed there was a sign that said that there it said armed guards on premises and i was like there's a lot of crazy rich people in this neighborhood <laughs> but i don't remember ever in my ever in my years of like looking around fancy neighborhoods i don't remember ever seeing a sign that says armed guards on premises you know you gotta have your armed guards <laughs> i want her to have armed guards i don't want anybody to hurt her should, or him but you know yeah, her, her more and yeah. the children yes and the children of course yeah of course of course of course, of course. um l- before we get into news i just want to say have you seen the show affliction on netflix no i don't know i've never heard of it oh boy i didn't hear of it either and i can't believe it for anyone looking for like what's a new reality series that i can binge and talk about other people's um issues and it's perfect for that because it's people who have are who are afflicted with chronic illnesses but they're kind of like hard to diagnose off the beaten path like it's a lot of like I'm sensitive to mold or I have Lyme disease and nobody. Are they like Jamila's? Uh, (laughs) Boy, you better watch it. it. (laughs) You better watch it. According Um, to the people who have accused her. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Oh, my God. We never even talked about that. No, we made Uh, it. I think we made the executive decision not to. About Jamila talking about Kim faking her robbery. 
Oh, that's right. Let me get back to that. So I'll just tell you about affliction real quick. So it is people being like, I'm sensitive to electricity. I'm allergic to electricity. I'm sensitive to mold. I have Lyme disease and no one can tell. No one can find it. So it's a lot of people who are like literally like, you have to turn your phone off. It's really making me sick. <laughs> no. um, and it's fascinating because it is wow. that, that thing I like where I'm like, okay, I believe that autoimmune diseases are real. However, when you have 10 of them, I start not believing you so much, you know? Well, it like plays into everybody's like, everybody wants to be suspicious because it is a fascinating, it's why the concept of Munchausen and things like that is so fascinating to people because of course, uh, and and that it is a psychologically rooted uh, manifestation potentially. But yeah, that's very smart of them to make... um, a show about that yeah apparently it's been out for a while I, I, other friends yeah. of mine were like talking about it. i was like i have no idea what you're talking about there are some that are just so interesting there's this man who uh who like hasn't left his bedroom in like two years another guy Whoa. his dad was like um i I just want to go in his room and pick him up and throw him in the ice cold pool and then you literally see the dad be like more bean chips okay i'll get some more bean chips um (laughs) so it's just very interesting it is people that you're like you feel bad because i i think with a lot of uh, some of them could absolutely have chronic illnesses that are hard to diagnose i think also though people because one guy was like the doctor was like do you experience anxiety and he's like yeah i've been struggling with it for years he's like have you ever sought treatment? And then his takeaway was, he thought I was crazy. And it's like, no. Aww. What he's saying is, anxiety can manifest physically. Yeah, and have you majorly. sought treatment? And let's see if that, but he got so upset. he w- None of them will take any psychiatric advice. Oh, that's advice. so tough. They're like, they think I'm crazy. It's like, well, no. But also anxiety, stress, fatigue, all that stuff like can manifest physically. Okay, anyway, let's transition to what you what we, we we said something about Jamila. We promised we'd never talk about her. She has some hardcore stands. We understand yeah. it. Do we uh, disagree with you? Absolutely. We are not on her side <laughs> at all. Um, I shouldn't even say that. She's part of the NBC family, but um, not not for me so is my she, answer. She was on a <laughs> podcast. Gosh, it was weeks ago now. I can't believe I forgot to talk about it. She was on a podcast. Uh, a fellow comedian, UCB woman, uh, Lacey Mosley has a yes. podcast called Scam Goddess where they talk about scammers and like pulling your own scams and famous scammers and you know whatever. And it was really funny cuz we had just mentioned Caroline Calloway on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who she was. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. So as I don't know who many people are and then people act like uh, it's offensive, I don't know. It's like I'm stupid. You can't be mad at me for being stupid. <laughs> um so on the podcast they're talking about Carolyn Calloway and like kind of Lacey's telling Jamila the backstory of of Carolyn and one of the scams I forget what it was specifically but Jamila is like that's a stupid lie it's not even a good lie like Kim getting robbed in Paris (gasps) and I was like She's like, not that I think that's a lie, but you know, if you're going to lie, make it as good as that. And I was like, oh my, 
I don't even know how to respond and, to that. And so it's offensive to say that this very traumatic, I, I wish I could find it. This very, very traumatic event uh, in a celebrity's life is faked. That's, that's very offensive, I think, to say, <sighs> especially, especially for someone who just went to war on Twitter about someone not believing that she was attacked by bees three times in her life and therefore <laughs> hit by a car three times because of bee attacks. I like, mean, for someone to truly be like, I was attacked by bees more than once. How dare you accuse me of lying? Then to go and say, like, this other celebrity is a liar. Especially it's just the one people in glass houses. Yes. Yeah. And it's also yes. like somebody who's always like has built a platform about like, I mean, it's about what I know the heart of it is, is that she just hates the Kardashians yes. and they, they are completely the symbol of like her whole movement, her whole, they are the, the raging core of her anger. So I'm not surprised. Absolutely. But yeah. I think that that is like a wildly in, I think that's a cruel, unfunny uh, that's not even like I think that's just fucked up I think yeah. that's really fucked yeah. up yeah, yeah, yeah. also though there was like investigations and arrests <laughs> like other people were there yes. but um, I'm not gonna argue why a, a fact if a, you, a factual event happened if you guys don't believe us uh, you can go check it out we'll plug Lazy Mosley p- yeah Lazy's great uh, she's very funny um, scam goddess now is she biting and mean absolutely too like she's shrewd <laughs> as hell um, but that's part of her charm. So yeah, you get to watch, you get to listen to Jamila talk. She does a lot of matching Lacey's energy. Interesting. In like a way that's I like wanted to listen to it. Being very tough and like extra more sass than, well, she's sassy. So, but like a tougher, like edgier version of her. And she's like, I, yeah. f- I would, I want to fucking hit her in the face. I'm going to beat her up. And oh. I was like, you, what are you talking about? That's not your brand. No, not <laughs> Any, at all. Anyway. A brand so divisive, we that is why you'll notice we uh, do not bring People her up get very so much. mad at us. And it's like, guys. Guys, look, we don't know her. <laughs> we, you know, we like him. And if you don't like him, <laughs> we don't like you. That's Our take is not that surprising. <laughs> look, I, you don't have to agree with us. You can disagree. Uh, we don't need to like hash it out anyway like it's fine <laughs> well, these are not fine. our friends <laughs> she's doing fine she's the doing... kardashians don't know who we are neither yes. does she we're all we're, we're fine wasting it's her. only us yelling at each it's only like <laughs> podcast fans and podcast hosts yelling at each other it's actually like <laughs> just no no we're waste. we're all wasting our time <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, speaking of, should we jump into news? Yes, let's just go right into Courtney Kardashian's birthday over Happy the weekend. Birthday, Courtney. 41. Dang, I cannot it feels believe. Like, feels like she just turned 40 one second ago. Look, the big, for, the big 4 I think people really put so much pressure on 40 and over the heel, and I'm old, and I don't think that's like it, especially the closer I get to it, the less true it feels. But she is a stunner at any yes. age that body fl- that I face mean, flawless Gosh, gorgeous it must be so we cool. should all be so lucky <laughs> it would be so great to have access to the things that can make that happen <laughs> i mean uh, i mean to already have like genetics in your favor 
and then have access to everything to aid those <sighs> said genetics. Oh, what a dream. I didn't even realize that she had had a nose job until there were posts. Someone, I think maybe either oh, I Chris think I or that. Chloe were posting pictures of them as little girls. And she and Chloe have the exact same nose. Oh, that's surprising. Like I definitely Kim, didn't know Kim's that. Kim's is very different, but Courtney and Chloe had the exact, exact same nose. So I think that mm. somewhere in high school, Courtney must have had a nose job. Early. Before her, like, boob job. Are we, should we call them boob jobs? That sounds so immature. <laughs> I don't love the term boob job. What's a better but, one? Augmentation? <laughs> yeah. Before she had her augmentation of her breast. Um, <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, because I know she's been open about the breast, but I don't mm-hmm. know if she's been as open about the nosies. Yeah, I didn't know about it. I didn't know it. I mean, Sorry. I loved it, but she. <laughs> so a lot of like love on the socials from her sisters, yes. and then she did a sur- guys. Look, if you're gonna have a birthday during this pandemic, you're gonna have a surprise Zoom party. Yep. Or a surprise drive by. It's there's very few options here, yeah. so it's gonna pick 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 which one. Maybe you get them all, but you're gonna get one of a few options probably. And honestly, if no one does it for you, I'm very sorry that your <laughs> friends need to step up. Um, they do. <laughs> um, so she had her drive-by party, and yeah. all of her friends. We had the sisters. We're all driving up. Um, but I will say, and I noticed this because Mariah posted it, it was called a socially, a social distancing, um, party because they were all like in their cars and honking, but the kids got out and beat a pinata and all the children were holding the same stick. I saw that. I was like, like, playing with each other. Which one is it then? Wait, (laughs) this is not social distancing then. The whole point is you stay in your cars and then everyone drives away. Because... Yeah, like we know that Kim and Kanye and all of her kids are in one house and we can only assume they have some people coming to help them occasionally, right? Yeah. Even if they don't have full time, someone is coming and going unless they are living there. And then Courtney's house, we found out she has her kids, but then the kids are going between her house and Scott and Sophia's house because Scott and Sophia are quarantining together. And granted... They're all individually not seeing other people. But then when you see the kids intermingle, it's like, well, if one if one delivery because they keep getting shit delivered to their houses, like you'll see a new like, oh, my gosh, this like balloon sculpture or this. Like, there's always something coming into their house like and they're promoting it like so if we're seeing that shit like like uh, just the idea of like, guys, this is not what we're doing now but it's just funny to like to performatively yes (laughs) do it and it's it's like nobody also they don't have to post any of it you know that's the thing to always remember with all of this the same way we are all right now able to post and not post what we're up to and then thus not be shamed for the things that we do and the rules we break is very easy so it's very funny to me to be like to want the points and then be like well (laughs) well i mean but the kids are fine and then i was like who's filming them it's someone else and i could see the person filming had gloves on so i could only assume it's a nanny (laughs) because i don't i mean maybe it was someone else but like she was filming all crazy and i was like yeah this is a nanny this is a nanny with her gloves on and she probably nannies who knows whose kid uh 
It's so funny. But, but um, happy not, birthday, happy Courtney. Birthday, Courtney. And also, that's not just Courtney. That's Kim's fault. Too. Like, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not, no, that's not, to shame not, not a shaming up. on Courtney. We wouldn't shame Courtney alone on her birthday. <laughs> yes. I mean, even though you know how we feel. Um, so Kim posted very funny stuff. She was like, she posted kind of alluding to her sister hitting her. Yes. She was like, you pack one hell of a punch. Um <laughs> Uh, Coco posted that you're my best friend you're stuck with me forever no matter what so it feels as if even there may still be some lingering tension there but they're like no matter what we're family and they do I do love that they all go so all out for each other like the posts on everyone's birthdays and like yeah Courtney or Chloe had this uh, like mini mouse arch balloon arch like that she delivered to, or had delivered to Courtney because we all know that Courtney loves Minnie Mouse. I mean that um, whole family is like really up Disney's ass right? They really are. Something's cooking mark does, my words. Does Disney own E? Um, How would that work? I think um, that's an NBC Universal property. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because Disney is is uh, ABC is now Fox. I guess it's all now, like you know, yeah, it's all the same, guys. It's all the same. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We got really Hollywood there for um, a second, guys. Also, <laughs> Courtney posted a video I sent to you guys, and it was like, oh my gosh, I have the sweetest daughter in the world, and it was like. Penelope had put rose petals all through the house, but like done really well. And I was like, I don't believe for a second that Penelope did that. And it was not, it just, I mean, I, do, I know maybe people with kids c- can speak to this, but yeah, I had the same. I was like, this feels like, I mean, it's maybe too, there was, just, maybe there was an adult helping out. Yes. Would it be was my just thought. like too well done, you know, yeah. like it was like, okay. So she lined the staircase with rose petals and then there were other sprigs down the middle i was like it looks great uh <laughs> penelope is six am i correct <laughs> i think yeah, yeah. <gasps> maybe, but maybe she she's it. ahead of her time maybe and she's been there was watching the- mindy weiss for years her whole life <laughs> exactly maybe mindy weiss got on facetime with her and told her how to do it like was yes. like okay move that pedal over a little bit <laughs> uh and then when they had it was the big Minnie mouse balloon arch i was like wait did penelope do that too <laughs> jesus <laughs> penelope <laughs> push way um, to go push yeah so i think that's um you know happy birthday court happy birthday court um, I thought this was so sweet, this Chloe story. Oh um, yes. I mean, look, it, I'm I'm in the mood for celebrity good deeds, uh, celebrities using their power, and like especially because there has been, and we've been talking about it, but like there has been so many missteps at the beginning, the Gal Gadot Imagine video, and like <laughs> Ellen over and over, and like people in their mansions just being fucking idiots about like and showing their real inability to even think about what this experience is like for non-rich people um for other humans so when when celebrities get it right it's a really big thrill like um gaga with her uh you know benefit this weekend and raising hundreds of millions of dollars um for the who so this was a cute smaller one but i think is so lovely where apparently chloe herself according to this article it makes i i I did not expect it to be that chloe herself i looked at multiple articles to make sure of it because they kind of like breezed past it but it's the most important part of the story according to delish.com chloe has been quietly popping up 
at Trader Joe's and Ralph's stores across greater LA and paying for groceries for uh, senior citizens who so, we know are most at risk. Um, go so ahead. What she's doing is, you know how they have like the golden hours are in the morning, like they're opening up an hour earlier for seniors. She's going at the early, earliest opening so that she can be there to pay for their groceries and then she's also been buying the cashiers and like all the people who work in she's been giving them like gift cards and stuff Yeah, so there's over 200 gift cards for the employees at the locations um that she visited and i just thought it was so lovely and Uh, that makes total sense because i remember her bringing gatorade to firemen during the bad fires like that it checks out for me that Chloe's like on the street doing her stuff. I love it. And Good American is making masks. And, oh, that's right. You know, um, yeah, they're. I feel like it is interesting because not that anyone has to do anything, but like Kim is like I think donated like port like percentages of what she's making from, um. What is yeah, twenty percent from Skims. I was like, "What is that noise?" I felt like the a wave of water was rushing in. I was like, oh, "What was no. it?" It was just a. Whoosh. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea what it was from. Um. Yeah. So Skims is donating twenty percent of its proceeds from all of its sales right now. But it, that's you're like, well, is that a lot? But also, you can never know like what else is going on behind the scenes. And um, this next piece is all about Kim and one of the sex trafficking survivors from the doc that I watched the justice project by Kim was released from prison amazing her name is Alexis Martin and she was featured in the doc I actually mentioned her on this podcast because I was gonna say she was uh sex trafficked from a very young age was raped through throughout her life and then murdered one of her rapists who also was her step-grandfather and she was tried as an adult at the age of 15. Um, none of her history was taken into account. They, you know, and she was sentenced to, I want to say she was sentenced to life. So wow. she's 22, but she had gone to prison at 17. And so she was released. And um, I think that's so what a great amazing so that is such a happy ending to yeah and what an incredible like use of of the platform i mean we've said it so many different times but like that's real that's a real human life like dramatically affected you know by by a family that i get a lot of people and know a lot of people are not like big fans of this era of kim and what she's doing and spending her time with this but it's like that's i don't know that's really walking the walk and it's like, well, maybe she's not making sanitizer like Kylie right. is. I also think that like someone. Oh, I was listening to a competitor podcast. Oh, interesting. And, That's right. And they because we were like, why don't you ever listen? I'm like, well, I'll try. And then I was like, you know what? I can only take so much Kardashian. I kind of I only know. Want, I kind of only want my take. Um, <laughs> I know. I just want my best gal and my dashies. And that's that's, that's my quota. That's all, I can't really do much more about this kind of boring family. Um, uh, but they made a good point uh i think it was on say bible um and it that kylie's like both good american and kylie are were kind of um 
they their team their brand's team is much bigger and kind of more like was uh. already like un, uh, the ability to actually get this stuff going like especially being part of cody cosmetics right 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 it's not like it makes more sense that they were able to easily transition into making yeah. things for uh fr- frontliners whereas like yeah. skims is sort of like kim's thing and the kim kardashian west brand is a much smaller that's true. Um, company, so their their ability to do that is is not as um, that's they're true. just not as agile in that way because they're smaller. So yeah, that makes um, sense. But just not to like be like, <laughs> but you know, I think that's you know she's got someone out of prison. So hey, well, good hey, for you. What Kim, do you want? Kim, what do you want? You know, good we for you. We fully Kim. unravel right here. <laughs> what, is people, what do they want? What do we want? from Kim <laughs> all right and then I wrote in the notes that this, <laughs> your note was very funny <laughs> I wrote I cannot read Kanye's GQ article I don't have it in me <laughs> I so it may so I said I you know it, it's it's there's like a relay race sometimes you know when your partner is down <laughs> and I said okay she can't I will I will find the strength. Me, the person who historically has the least patience of the two of us for Kanye. <laughs> I will read. I did not get to the very end. I was reading it right before we recorded. But um, I read most of it, majority of it. And so it's a GQ interview. Like just came out with Kanye. Starts out. It's, it's sort of, it's a really well-written piece. It's about um, kind of how the like Wyoming ranch is part of like his the epicenter basically of his whole like current creative phase um and so the writer who has a history of of having interviewed him and they they have an interesting like rapport and clearly he really understands how to interview kanye and spend spend time together but it's a great interview you feel very with him and they go from like wyoming and then at the drop of a hat literally like walk onto a plane no bags and fly back to la for kid cuddy's birthday party and the reporter like didn't know that that was the plan and so the interview goes from like you know on these the part of it's like on a those crazy futuristic ATVs in Wyoming and then on a private plane and then at Kid Cudi's party and then driving around in his like Ferrari or whatever. It's like the locations of it all are really fascinating. Um, And if you feel very like physically with Kanye and as he like, you know, soars, flies, like is just moving. Yeah. Um, And it goes to Paris, but I haven't gotten there yet. But, um, and it's nothing you really haven't heard before. It's very Kanye no changed views still pro trump voting for trump in the fall talks all the same stuff in terms of it like his religious stuff but um i mean i will say for myself i don't i'm i don't like kanye in interviews (laughs) like live cam on camera interviews or written i just like oh don't 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 act like i like him when he's being interviewed no that's what i mean i didn't mean it as as in terms of i know he's i don't agree with him guys i just like to pretend like he i treat him like my parents treat donald trump which is like he doesn't mean that (laughs) i think there's a lot of really interesting pieces of it too though like that are worth reading where he talks a lot about the nature of like black celebrity and the like behind the scenes of what's really going on and what real power is and what real influence is And like, there's, there's some truly fascinating chunks. Um, and yeah, and he refers to himself in the third person quite a bit, which is always like a fascinating sign, <laughs> not surprising. Um, and yeah, I think that the thing that I will say this just in, in an opinion piece, the thing that always bums me out, is and and like 
we talked about this, I think, with the Travis Scott doc, but like you see this scene in Travis Scott doc where it's like you're supposed to feel a lot of sadness for him that he doesn't win the Grammy. And it's this like scene where it's like, really, that's like the big crux moment of the doc was like he didn't win the Grammy. And it's like, okay. I've seen that in other docs recently. (laughs) And you're like, okay, like that's a bummer, but also like award shows. I don't know. And it's so weird because he like Taylor Swift doc too, right? Yes, exactly. And it's like just a thing that is so unrelatable and like I and so so much of in the article Kanye is like going on and on about like the inane you know nature of celebrity and award shows but then there's also a huge chunk where he talks about like uh how unfair it is that uh that life of Pablo didn't get nominated and that it didn't get played on the radio and it's like this sob story about like I'm imagine driving imagine doing life of Pablo and driving down the road and never hearing none of those songs on the radio and your wife and your daughter are in the car (laughs) I was like Kanye I hate to break it to you that is not a legitimate problem (laughs) not a real problem please Uh. shut up God, God, that's funny though. Imagine, Marcy. Could, could you, you just imagine? close your eyes and you're Kanye and Kim is with you <laughs> and one of their daughters is in Honestly, the car. Honestly, the moment that you said I'm Kanye, I was like, oh, I get it. I'm am. I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that happened to me of all people. <laughs> it's delightful. So, um, you know, he's. It's also fascinating, and he talks about the dome that he's building in Wyoming and like the architects he works with, and he, he's so clearly in inspired by real art and artists and architects and like there's a lot of really like beautiful pieces and it's why he's fascinating I also am looking at just this one part that it was talking about uh, Donald Trump and comparing that to he was the same guy who after Hurricane Katrina screamed George Bush doesn't care about black people and then now he's kind of swung this other way and, and essentially he's saying like yeah I don't like the idea that like like that my emotions have to be controlled by what people think I should be doing. Right. I'm speaking for myself. If if you like it, great. But if you don't, I still get to talk for myself. And that right. he, you know, his parents were both like freedom fighters. And like, he's like, I will not be told what to do. And I do like kind of whenever I hear that, I like hone in that I'm like, yeah, you are a kid who doesn't want to be told what to do. And you're almost just rebelling against all of us. A hundred percent. And like, we all know people in our own lives like that. And so to me, it's like, yeah, it's a psychologically, it's just, I think my take is also like, and I think the writer does a really good job of showcasing this. It's tough because he's, the thing that's so tricky about Kanye is he says it over and over again. Like, I'm just doing me. I'm doing me for me. And if it influences people, if it affects, you know, if it affects people, if it leads people. But and, and Oprah does a lot of this, too. Uh, when I worked on that Oprah Winfrey doc that I've mentioned before. But then there's also an obsession with the acknowledgement and accolades and the money mm-hmm. and the reward. And like he talks so much about like being anointed a billionaire and the Grammys. And it's like you know what I mean where it's like that's sort of those are not one in the same like the idea of like I do me and I do not know how it is received by the world versus like being truly obsessed with how the feedback loop of how your success is is, uh, categorized or achieved you know yeah and that's to me where I'm like that's the Kanye like paradox that kind of drives me a little crazy also i feel like just a bad time for this article to come yeah, out yeah it's really rough to like me this guy was like working on it months ago very clearly right and it's yeah, just it's in like Jan- the interview's in january and it really is i mean 
He's a very rich man and he is like it's and they and the writer I don't think in an over the top way but is really pointing out like the amount of there's a little small detail that's really great that like they keep getting in and out of his like really fancy car. I can't remember which car it is, but it's a really fancy car when they're going to like Kid Cudi's party and Kanye is driving, but every time they come back out to leave, he's like um the car has been moved and pointed in another, like pointed down the driveway. So and the he writer doesn't ever have to reverse. And he finally is like, asks him and is like, am I crazy? Or was, did we not park this way? And he goes like, oh, they moved, did they move it? And it's just this tossed off line. And it's so, and then the writer's basically talking about like, I just realized then that we've never been alone. And that then realizes they've been trailed the entire time they've been driving around by like a little fleet. And that like that sort of quiet shadowing of like mega wealth and celebrity is just it's really surreal. It's really weird to read in this moment. It's it's great. Oh, speaking of, I'm I'm gonna use this as a moment to plug myself. Speaking of celebrity profile profiling. uh, and part of why I, I was really enjoying reading the Kanye one is because it's a lot more in my mind. But if you follow me, I posted about it on my own Instagram. But um, this week, um, a really big feature interview that I did with Misha Barton um, went up on Paper Magazine. Um, and so it would be in the print issue and, and it's on the website if you go look for it or the link is on my handle and maybe we'll post it or something too. But it was like a really big deal and because it's it's for a feature called Misunderstood that is that they've done and it's where they've had Amanda Bynes and a couple people from the... <sighs> from the past and the idea is like revisiting celebrities predominantly women um who were really mistreated um or experienced fame or celebrity and were kind of like going back and trying to understand like what was that and and how 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 is that different now so i interviewed misha um at, a, at the photo shoot and and then again over the phone and i will be super honest it is the hardest i've ever worked on a piece of writing in my life it because it was also like really personal because i really it's a lot about the Perez Hilton of it all. And I was really consumed this era. Yeah. And like I and I have so much and we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I have a lot of latent weird issues and guilt about like the way I consumed the Britney and Lindsay and like, you know, this stuff we talk about, like where it's like the upskirts and seeing yeah. Britney's C-section scar in her upskirt. And like yeah. a lot of the stuff now that we've we look back on with a lot of shame and understanding and like how many of these were like young, young women experiencing fame and mental illness and like a lot of abuse at the people that were supposed to be taking care of them. And so I got to write about it. And a lot of the stuff that uh, Misha has been through, which also includes a really, really sad story about revenge porn. And oh, oh God, I remember all that, too. It's really she's she's a fascinating person. And I thought was really candid and said a lot of stuff um, and also is really funny about Perez and super dismissive in a funny way that is in the video that's embedded. Um, well, and it's really fun. So just, I'm really, really proud of it. Will you please include it in the show notes? Yes, I'll, I'll include it for sure. Yeah, put a link um, in. You guys gotta go see what this fucking pro does when she's an <laughs> actual, like, legitimate journalist and not just, like, talking some bullshit so that we can upset people we've never met. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you, friend. I'm really, um, I, I, I had sort of grown a little weary of, like, profiling people, even though, like, it's why I got to interview Billie Eilish before she was famous and <sighs> paper has great taste, but it, it can be a strange dance. Um, 
to do and to write about but this was one that was really close to my heart because I was so obsessed with this era and like felt a personal connection to like this human being that was part of like a consumable era of like oh. where people they were just not real in any way to me and to have to like look this person in, in her face and talk to her about that, what that was like as a 19, <sighs> 18 year old to experience was Truly, really intense. Like, so fascinating for a world to get angry at a woman t- because she stopped um, letting her eating disorder control her life. And there's literally a part I put in there where it's like Perez Hilton is literally had like circled pictures of her from the back. She was when she was like 21 of of her like of, you know, what were perceived as dimples and like put arrows of like and wrote cellulite like stuff that is just you can't fathom how anybody anybody could like process that let alone at like Ugh. 17 18 and you're living out anyways you're already doing true. it yourself and to have someone like bump the contrast up so that it looks even worse oh just it, it, it it's a, such a reminder honestly there's a i think a lot of positivity in terms of like it really helped me realize how far we've come there's so much more room to grow but that we do look back on this and we see the error of our ways and like how much suffering was i mean that we just had no sympathy and empathy and we we just laughed at real people and (sighs) women and young young people that we like didn't understand and and like changed the course of their lives and that we all felt okay about it because they were like rich or richer um is so bizarre so anyways i could talk about it forever that's for another podcast yeah Uh, link it to us so that everyone can go read it i will thank you for letting me plug it i'm proud of it so thank you um all right so should we get into this episode let's do it it. we are season 18 episode four in the blink of an eye another brilliantly titled episode (laughs) um Okay, so we have three storylines. We got a, a new prank. Kylie new gets, prank. Kylie new prank gets lank, uh, LASIK. And then we have co-parenting woes with Tristan and Chloe. Should we start with Kylie gets LASIK first? Yeah. Yeah, because the other two were like Chloe, both Chloe storylines, which yeah. I thought was kind of funny. I just feel like the producers are really having to work around missing one of their cast members fully. You can feel it. Like, this was the week that I was like, oh shit. And we start to see some new people stepping in. And I was like, oh, this is what happens when, like, a, ma- a major, major uh, cast member is just not even touchable yeah. in the stories. Um, yes. Yeah. So speaking of new players, we have, um, so we start off, Kylie's getting LASIK. Okay. So Kylie's driving around. She has Stassi baby in the car with her. Stassi baby. Now, if you don't Welcome. know Stassi baby, you're not following Kylie on Instagram. No. Cause Stassi is her blonde haired, blue eyed twin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are always wearing similar outfits and doing tequila shots together. Have and the j- same body created by the same doctor. <laughs> yes yes now we were i think we before this moment have been like ready for stassi to come on yeah the scene we were clamoring because she has some very interesting and honest youtube videos out there mm-hmm. and there is a i can see in her there is something very interesting to me you know yeah i th- i thought this was an interesting sort of i don't remember her ever just being tasked this much with like a scene like doing the banter at top and then like talk before yeah i was like i remember her being in scenes but this is the most screen time she's ever gotten and certainly using her to like 
propel the story forward. I was like, Stassi, this is your moment. And I was like, okay, a little nervous. She was fired midway through, Jess. (laughs) I know. She was fired. Okay, but we'll get there. So Kylie's driving and then she almost hits a car and then she's like, I can barely see anymore. And so she has to pull over for Stassi to drive. And... uh, insane and then she's like people are gonna like see me oh my god and then she says the funniest thing how she's like had to wear glasses since stormy was born because her eyes just got progressively worse and she's like it's so embarrassing to wear them even though everyone says i look so cute i loved this (laughs) in this very short scene it literally is like she acknowledges that everyone thinks she's cute in her glasses she acknowledges that everybody think would think it was crazy that she was in the valley (laughs) like (laughs) It's like, yeah, in the valley. They're like, what? It's like, Kylie's brain is delightful. I I honestly (laughs) do think because Stassi is sort of a personality that is very like unapologetic and like in your face sort of thing. And like, I think being a brat is like fine for her. Like it's part of her like kind of like i don't know thoughty charm yeah uh and i don't think it works on kylie being an actual billionaire just seems like a dick um it's so intense oh boy so we our next scene is at kylie's stassi is head to toe wearing skims they're both in their skims and it made me sad we never talked about this by the way i don't think i ever talked about it that i ordered that a skim set the full set the tank uh, the tank, the pants, the the robe, and listeners, I m- must report, I was not happy. Mine busted open <gasps> the waist the waistband busted open <gasps> the first night, oh, so no. all the elastic was fully exposed. They fit me really bad, like really unflattering. But I was like, well, they're so comfy. And then they just like they got stretched in weird ways, and I gave them to um, Dicky. Because I was like, I don't want them. It like made me sad. I was like, these Ugh. are bad. I don't like mine. Oh, I I feel like you should have contacted. Contacted who? Skims. I, I should have sent them back. I'm very bad about that. But I was just like, she had been talking about really wanting a set. And I was like, oh, just take mine. I'm not going to wear mine. And they bum me out. Here, mine are broken. Have them. I told her <laughs> I was very, I was very upfront about the gaping hole in the waistband. Yeah. But, um, but yes, anyways, I realized I had never reported back. But they look adorable in their little like, um, matching sets. Also, I'm positive they all have them altered. I think that's what it, they just, it, they fit me really weird. That's I, the I, thing again, though, we've said it time and time again, rich people never wear anything off the rack that is yes. not fit to them. They don't even do it for t-shirts. Yes. Oh my God. I remember learning that, that like Justin Timberlake gets like vintage t-shirts uh, altered, you know, Absol- to fit. Every, and I, I was like, oh, weird. I guess, everyone yeah. does. Because if you're like, well, I like this shirt. It costs $80 already. I'll go ahead and put in another 15 to like have it fit me. It was, I just was like, whoever's body this was meant for is, I have a different body type. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in this scene, Stassi sets up that she's going to get LASIK. So Art, Kylie, I'm daring you. And I really love that they, the show acknowledges they have already done this (laughs) storyline. I know. They're like, this is so (laughs) important to acknowledge. And I'm so glad you brought it up because I was like, we know this happened already and that the show was like yeah well we know too (laughs) yeah like obviously they have the same genetics they got the same bad eyes we'll do it again um so lazy i also (gasps) made a note i was like how 
have they turned the vocal fry of the the 2000s into an actual personality yeah like it's not just how they sound that is their whole like that the sounding it's hard to describe but it is like it's not the way they sound they are vocal fry i I know i know exactly what you're saying and i fully agree with you (laughs) i was also laughing at this conversation i mean look stasi may not have knocked it out of the park i hope she gets to come back but I was dying for this conversation where they were like, who's more brave, you know, or like, cause you know, uh, Kylie scared is like scared to get the LASIK. And they were like, Kylie's like, well, I basically was like, think Stassi is better, uh, more brave about things quote medically. Yeah. Because she like <laughs> films all of her medical procedures, all, all of her like it, enhancements. And that they like fully have both gotten so much work. <laughs> They're like, well, you're better when we all get our surgeries. And then Kylie's like, but then I'm better when it comes to like jumping off a cliff <laughs> like what okay. are these what are these categories <laughs> the next thing we have chris stop by and she says one of the worst things ever she she's like kylie kylie's like i'm scared and she's like why you pushed a baby out of your ooh 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 that look you both have had Mm-mm. children can a you lot. not say vagina ooh ooh look this is maybe divisive i feel like we've probably said a version of this but it's just like uh, you like those are there aren't even like children in the room or some other weird like puritanical reason to not want to say vagina but i like it grates on me uh (laughs) like a pet name for for body parts for vaginas is so problematic for me (laughs) and you can tell kylie is like my ooh. okay whatever okay uh now, so we, Kylie and Stasi, we go to the doctors. I, I, I can only assume that their LASIK is paid for by E, right? Yeah, I because bet. it's not covered under insurance. It's like, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, it's an elective surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh yeah. She was probably like, Stasi, let's both go get the. We'll get the production company to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> interesting timing that this comes out. Um, during a pandemic and Kylie is wearing a sweatsuit that says essential on the back. Oh, I didn't even notice. Good I mean, eye. I, yeah, I, I wrote, I want more of Stassi. I feel like I didn't get enough from her because then Me she too. gets immediately fired after this Booted. scene. Booted from her own storyline. Now, <laughs> I, I text it with my niece my niece watches keeping up with the kardashians but has never listened to this podcast will never she doesn't care for uh whatever i have to say i'm an old woman (laughs) but i was like what do you think about stassi and avery was just sort of like who and i was like you know on the show this week she's like i haven't watched and i was like what are you doing watch and she was like whatever i think she basically avery doesn't think much of stassi interesting (laughs) i was like i thought she'd be more interesting than jordan and i just got nothing back from no radio silence okay well i think we're learning her numbers are low and your niece are very different that just hold on to that 12 13 year old because one day they're gonna be 17 and they will well i mean i I think my niece is becoming a teen and she's TikToking uh, nonstop in the pandemic. And it's thank God. TikTok uh, and she won't stop. She uh, won't stop. Um, but, I, and also the, I very classic Kardashian to really show us the goods during a procedure. Oh, my God. I screamed. <laughs> I couldn't look at a lot of it. I I, I'm, I I stuff is I mean, most people are not great with I stuff, but I just couldn't watch it fully screamed. at all. No, it was. Woo! 
Ooh, I, I, and we know lots of people who've gotten LASIK. It's so such a common thing. But I don't but think you I, need to see that. No, no just like, oh, too um, much. No, Kylie did have kind of a little funny. She said, I'm a LASIK surgery survivor. My <laughs> name is Kylie Jenner. And then she laughed. The whole crew laughed. <laughs> laugh. so you could tell she came up with it on her own. Yes. And she, they were shocked. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so funny. And they're like, oh, my God, Kylie, that was so funny. And then the whole crew, like, stopped for an applause break. <laughs> she bowed. She bowed. She left. She ran off. She ran back on to bow yes. again. <laughs> they threw flowers. It was uh, a big moment. We don't I, often see, a like, a genuinely funny Kylie. So... After this scene, this is where I said Stasi got fired. Okay, I okay. believe Jess. I did the work of, and I was so. As soon as I did this research, I was annoyed with myself because then I just went to look at uh, Mariah's keeping up with the continuity errors Patreon, <laughs> and she had already discovered this. So I didn't need to rewind and take pictures. But in the scene where Kylie is getting her LASIK, she has a a a blush or a buff colored manicure okay it's like nude whatever and then in this scene of the recovery she has pink hot neon pink tips oh back at the house with chris it's a different day ah i mean yes because there's no way i mean this was a completely like set up storyline that i feel like they tacked on that's why i was like oh stassi whatever she and stassi did they were probably going to go home and recover together whatever hijinks or whatever it didn't work it wasn't good they had to reshoot with chris brought in a pro (laughs) chris was probably so fucking mad that she's like she's like i'll do it myself you said stassi was funny you said Stassi you and Stassi had a lot of fun you weren't fun and you aren't funny now let me feed you a taco in a very sexual way I know I it's so funny though because like this whole Chris beat I wanted to hate when I saw the teaser for it like earlier in the week I was like oh god damn it but just like we're talking about last week I loved it (laughs) I mean I was just a little confused about what game Chris was playing. I was like, wait, are you annoyed because she's so demanding and she has a bell and she's making you make tacos and get her a glass of water and blah, 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 blah. And now wants you to sleep in the same bed with her. Or wait, what is this taco tease? It was not the clear. Teasing not her clear. by like putting a taco in her mouth and taking it out. I was like, Jesus Christ, are you, Is this, was this supposed to be a part of the horny storyline? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, it uh, was very silly. Also, if Chris did make those tacos wow she can really whip up a taco fast they look delicious they did look delicious got a little advertisement in there too some lowry's i loved the lowry's mention uh catered my wedding Uh, oh yeah huge lowry's fan um uh yeah i was i thought the whole thing was so silly also you know we all know it but this is the kind of thing only chris would only do this for her number one yes. so you're never gonna see her doing this for chloe or oh, this is this is kylie gets her number one treatment <laughs> yeah 
Um, and and yeah, it's just a very silly. And then yeah, ends with Chris stuffing the bed next to Kylie to trick her and putting a wig on yeah. the the pillows. It definitely feels like some other things were cut for time. They were yes. just like, we have to have filler. We are we're coming up short. We can't use this Courtney thing. We have to like come up with some other bullshit. So then they have an eyeball party and that yeah, you know, a normal weird. thing. <laughs> I didn't care for it. I didn't like it. It was weird. Um, talk about. Uh, bad timing i was just like so they just sort of burned money for a oh, well, five person party <laughs> i honestly think this was just so that they could get another scene for both storylines of like yes absolutely yeah, yeah it was, but it was just to me the idea that they still even for a small party go the mindy weiss route and there's still the fancy cookies and snacks and the like decorations and oh, like well, they just make an assistant do that real fast they're like go no. print up some eye eyeballs real fast an and, eyeball party yeah because i was like they threw this together in an hour and like screamed at a bunch of pas to like <laughs> put up some like mylar eyeball balloons um I'm, but that was that so yeah she's got a she's got new eyes and stassi did not even appear in the conclusion man of the i'm so bummed that stassi didn't step up to the plate well let's just let's just hope she gets you know maybe, maybe they was, needed to sort of chide her and yeah, then maybe it was she earn too, her way back too salacious <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm holding out hope they also need they need a stassi right now so it's a kind of a beggars can't be choosers situation yes, so yes all right so we'll we have see. our new prank yes prank it up <laughs> um i i really felt the wave this is the one where i was like <sighs> <sighs> panned out better than I was expecting. I thought we were going to do, you know, I was so worried at first it was going to be more art, more art vandalay, more art, 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 hijinks forever. Uh, it didn't go that route. No. Because um, Scott's involved, so it's going to yeah, be a little better. It is more fun. And so we have basically for inexplicably, they need to, they need to figure out their next prank on Chris. <laughs> they like Chloe and Scott meet at a restaurant like they're two spies being like all right what's our next caper the idea that like this is normal and relatable that people with kids in their well into their 30s are like meeting up to figure out their next prank on their mom oh, man but it's great and she has a fun idea which is that we knew from the wyoming trip that she had dressed up like chris uh, when they all dressed up like each other um, on that last night. And she did a great job as looking like Chris. I and mean, clearly loved it. Fucking milked it this season too much already. We've already oh, yeah. seen it too many times. Like, too, way too many. I never want to see it again. Oh, yeah. Um, but they get this idea to, yeah, dress, have Chloe dress up as Chris and then go out and get some fake paparazzi shots of her, like, doing shitty stuff, eating, eating uh, drive through food, littering. And they're going to like try to trick her into thinking that um, that the photos, these embarrassing photos of Kris Jenner are floating Honestly, around. I, I feel like the reaction parts are maybe more fun than watching all the other bullshit leading up. Like the planning is boring. Yeah, the planning's boring. Like, no, we just like tell us. But I did love a little Rob cameo. I mean, shocking. They are digging deep. Apparently, even if Courtney wasn't working as much as the rest of them, she was maybe doing more than they all realized. I think, yeah, we're really seeing who's getting who's getting called off the bench. (laughs) (laughs) Rob showed up on that FaceTime and I was like, wait, what? And rewound it because I was like, Rob's involved? If we get... (laughs) Rob, Stasi, Malika, Khadija, and Kylie and Kendall. <laughs> that is like okay. 
we're sorry, Courtney. We didn't realize that you sitting there looking unpleased or displeased actually was really pushing the show forward. Ten people's jobs. Uh, unbelievable. Um, so uh, I, I, Rob is like, I'll get the car there trying to get Chris's car. And I was like, of course he fucks this up. This yes, I know. His one up. job. His one job is like, job. I'll steal my mom's car and get it uh, to you. Like, Rob, better that you didn't. They loop in. They decide they're going to also loop in um, Tracy Romulus, who, if you follow them, has been like in photos and around for a long time. Yeah, she is a publicist turned chief Marcus, marketing officer for Kardashian, Kardashian West Brands. So that's yes. like... So, but she used to be a publicist, now is Kim's number one. Um, and her daughter, I think it's just the daughter, right? Is like often in the photos. And I think her daughter is like around North Sage. Yes. Um, yes. And is really, really cute. They're and very, like, I'll, I just went down a little Instagram uh, and her whole family is very cute. Very, yes. very beautiful. Such a beautiful family. I, so, should they loop her in? And it's like uh, yeah. the whole, the plan is hatched. Um, <laughs> I really love that when, so Chloe's already in full Chris get up in the Adidas tracksuit and everything and she calls Kim and North is like that's Coco like North is <laughs> like she immediately like nailed her she knew um then we have the prank shoot I don't really care about any part of it but if you have something fun to tell me tell me please I was so bored <laughs> I didn't think that I thought the peeing was a heightened I didn't see coming I was like okay like fake peeing um was braver and funnier than just like I don't think eating uh fast food in a Rolls Royce is funny as like they might um and and mortifying like they might but um puking I did, in like, a bush <laughs> puking in a bush uh but yeah they have a photo shoot and I did get appreciate whoever called out that Kim does not wear the longest acrylic red fingernails oh Chris yes that there's they, she keeps them nude right yeah but it's just like yeah you did you spent so much time in hair and makeup you didn't even think to look down at your hands and say or your giant I, black coffin nails like what are you? <laughs> um so they get the pics and, and then, then we have the scene uh at chloe's and or maybe it's at kim's home theater it could have been kim's theater everyone so has that horrible candy dispenser that i hate oh god <laughs> it's so hard to know whose it is so it's <laughs> chloe tracy and kim kind of like coming up with like how this is going to go down and i thought it was actually pretty interesting to get a glimpse of how the sausage is made absolutely um because she was talking about how they get stories killed and that's what she'll say um like you're like oh you're hearing them tell you when you like we can stop bad press yep yeah as we always have known but is like and we can plan it yeah the idea of just like this is these this is what's happening behind the curtain all the time yeah and then true walks in and couture <laughs> i missed that i was like is true just like always wearing the biggest like taffeta dress <laughs> um so then we have a scene with tracy scott and chloe and they're so they're having tracy call chris while yes. chris is with kim kim fucking blows it so fast i cannot believe she immediately sm starts smiling and has a hundred chins she like <laughs> i was like her like 
like face just fully retracted into her neck and i was like my god she can't she can't do no it poker face at all she cannot no. be a lawyer and then we find out that of course rob fucked up that's not even the car chris got a new car since then yes rob wrong rolls royce she probably purposely didn't tell rob so that he wouldn't take it from her because right. he's historically a, a car thief he's stolen kim's car before in the past that's too. true that uh, is true <laughs> so and chris is like did we film something crazy I don't, oh I was my like, god so, that was the part i was trying so hard to figure out i was like this is a pretty honest chris reaction it feels like she's playing it really real and true or not would she ask the producers off camera whether they had been filming something <laughs> crazy i was like oh my god maybe maybe this she really is falling for it and then she says tell you tell them that chris has a driver and that if she ever does drive it is just a mile down the street <laughs> i know i was like what a rich woman's response <laughs> and then the Bless next scene her. we had you know it was the eyeball party yeah and back to the eyeball party tracy we get a call tracy calls chris and we have everyone being like what is it what's about what's happening <laughs> and i guess it's a cliffhanger just i was just gonna ask i was like wait a minute I don't even think I realized it oh, never a, got resolved. It's a two-parter. <laughs> I fully forgot. Um, oh my God. The dragging ready. this out. Yeah. We're going to get more of it next week. And we get, oh. guess what? And we're going to love it. <laughs> we get drunk Chris next week. Uh, a Napa trip. I oh, cannot yes. wait. I cannot wait. But before we get there, we have yet one remaining storyline. Yes. This is actually, they are setting us up. This is an important one, guys. Yes. This Tristan and Chloe co-parenting thing is very important because they are, they are walking you through. Think of it like this. This is a movie. We're in their second act. Mm-hmm. Well put. In the first act, they were broken up because he cheated. Second act, he's being too nice because he wants her back. And yep. he's buying her gifts and it's so annoying because she doesn't want it. She's a woman. She doesn't need to be treated that way. <laughs> Everyone screamed at her for over a year to dump his ass and she did. Yeah. However... She, they definitely got back together in the pandemic. So, yep. or they've been back together for months, right? Yeah, probably I'm, been, I'm sure at this point when this is filmed, they are already together. Yeah. And they are just not ready to publicly announce it until she's kind of acting her way through this. Right. This was all mapped very, very methodically yes. so that we would not judge her and understand and give her credit for. And, the patience it took and possibly uh, even to show like she was mean to him guys and then maybe the audience wanted him to like wanted him to win her back i mean uh, absolutely she's being very um she's towing a really tough line and i think she pulls it off of being um you know polite and cordial but like not warm and engaged with him uh and it is like a a slightly tense energy um yeah. that is yeah that definitely doesn't is not reading like a couple that's together yeah so the thing that's coming up is that uh tristan's back he's in his basketball season so he's in cleveland he wants to see true true uh hasn't been there in a while and babies grow fast so they're going through um the cleveland nursery to kind of donate a lot of true's 
presents or gifts, not gifts, her toys that she's grown out of. Um, and then all of a sudden he says, True could use a sibling. And I was like, Sir, <laughs> she has a sibling. Yes, your other child. The, you remember the one you abandoned for Chloe? The way that this show, the way, and we spent so much time talking about what a good father he is. And I think he is to true. I do not know the deal how with this other child, but it is so, it's such a strange thing to just never have acknowledged. If he is not truly like one of the best dads to that child as well, I hope that woman is getting a hundred thousand dollars a month from him. I mean... he's got it so you know it's so crazy to also i'm always like telling myself and remembering that he's like 28 yeah (laughs) he's like it's so bizarre but um but yeah it's a weird it's a weird hurdle that they're suddenly but chloe has arrived at she has a line in this that became headlines around the world what which is i'm well like he's like she needs a sibling and he's like i don't know if you know what you're talking about she's like okay i may need to borrow some sperm from you but that's a whole nother episode and i was like <laughs> she literally said that is a later episode you're gonna see it all guys i already have the embryos i'm gonna come out of the pandemic six months pregnant uh-huh. like maybe chris jenner planned this whole thing uh this is actually her <laughs> where people are blaming it on the chinese uh, invention it in a lab the chinese are blaming it on on uso games and it was all along chris jenner chris jenner said I mean, it we know no one works harder uh, so <laughs> just to get another grandchild yes uh, our, our storyline she didn't care about the kid um <laughs> so we have chloe and chris and Chloe's just sort of expressing that she's worried about True visiting Tristan and that like, you know, for them to see each other, eventually she's going to have to, True's going to have to go alone. Yeah. And it is like, I was like, oh my God, she's actually in one of the worst situations. It's really tough. I've, I really, I mean, obviously these are very wealthy people and wealthy people problems and lots of people figure it out, but it was like, this sucks. Like his schedule sucks. The location, like the distance is not easy. The wealth aspect I think makes it a little, not worse, but it makes it, it makes her unable to say no. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Like I and a lot of like families that they have to like, well, the child can't go to you this weekend. It doesn't make sense. You'll get the child over the uh, on holidays in the summer. But for them, it's just like, oh, no, if every Friday night after True gets out of school when she's like in first grade, she could go to stay with him in whatever state he lives in. Yeah. And have and even have like support and nannies or whoever needed to go with her. And that that is is not a problem very devastating to me as someone who doesn't even have a child but knows like what it's like to care for children i would hate 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 that yeah it's really it's it's a it's a real rock and a hard place uh and i think they did a nice job of like letting us go on the journey with chloe while she like because it is uh also i thought a thing you know we we rag on the family a lot for the way that they approach like all aspects of mental health but they did a the way that she used the word anxiety multiple times I thought was important especially as like from um as a mother and talking about like the things that were giving her really bad anxiety and fears and like just verbalizing it instead of it being about like 
being angry or it being about a personal problem, how much she was like, not saying it was her fault or she had done it, but just like, Oh, I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety about this issue. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that, those are like powerful, but small, but meaningful and powerful steps forward. Like just for people to hear those kinds of like walkthroughs mentally, you know? Um, so then the next scene, uh, we find out Tristan surprised Chloe by coming in to town for 24 hours. We this scene, Marcy. The twins. This is insane. This is this all is crazy. This is one of the weirdest scenes in a really long time. In an already weird episode with an eyeball party. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So this, the twins are there. They start by telling Chloe that they've gotten a work offer that's going to potentially take them to Atlanta for six months. Well, that's even after they told her to be nicer to Tristan, which is like, fuck off, guys. Then, and, But the whole thing was a ruse. Yes. Because then we get this absolutely fake moment of Malika telling Chloe she's four months pregnant as if we are meant to believe for one fucking second that... It, she would not have known until four months into the pregnancy. No, and it's and then that the that the Atlanta six month thing was some like bungled story producer thing that they Ugh. just botched. It didn't mean anything. There was no work in Atlanta, and then it's just like, yeah, Malika's pregnant, and that was the bulk of that scene. I was like, and then guys, Chloe's this like, was oh, a mess. I thought you got fat. Like it's <laughs> truly God. crazy. It's horrible. No, I no. In my like production minded mind, I was like, okay, so they wanted, they didn't have Chloe finding out about Malika's pregnancy on camera and they needed to have it. So possibly this is the first time Tristan is hearing about it. And so, but that's not compelling. No one cares. So she was like, well, we'll just do it all at the same time. But I truly did resent them, those twins being like, you need to be nicer to him. And I know they're setting it up that like people are like being like, yeah, but like nobody like I, I don't think anybody gets to tell Chloe how to handle any of no. her relationship with him. No, n- literally none of us will ever know what it feels like to be God like, willing. mortified and shamed Ugh. on the scale that she singularly has and will be no matter what choice. She yes. Makes. Yeah. Um, um, so then although we, there was one really quick funny thing where yeah. they're talking about like telling who she gonna who knows and who doesn't know oh, yeah. about Malika's pregnancy and Malika says she's afraid to tell Kim because she quote just talks a lot yeah she got a big <laughs> mouth I get it she's right um, uh, I love the interstitial of childhood of little Chloe screaming at Robert Sr. Are you watching yes. me, dude? Dude, dude, are you watching me? I love this too. I love her little voice and her attitude. And she just it was really sound, funny. Oh, it's so like she's so grown, even as that little girl. Ugh. Um, I, and has just like, yeah, like a really formed personality. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She she's like funny. Um yeah. the funny one. Um, but then so then she ends up deciding that she Chloe herself is going to bring true to Cleveland because um, it is just a really big step. And that way she can like get true set up, get check out the house, make sure everything that she has all the stuff she needs. And then she's going to come home without her and have yeah. left her with uh, Tristan in Cleveland for the weekend. All that stuff makes sense to me too, to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Babies grow so fast and like yeah. he hasn't been around her in a little while. So it's like, yeah, go make sure that you feel comfortable that she has all the things she needs. Um 
uh, she has this like little weird scene with Kim where Kim's like, oh, wow, co-parenting must be so hard. And you're like, yeah, 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 it is, Kim. It is really hard. Yeah, also, Kim. when Kim was like, you know, I think the season will be really good for you guys. I was like, oh, my God, are they talking about the show again? Then I was like, oh, like, basketball I, mean, I have the same thing. I was like, oh, other season. Basketball, kind of season. basketball. Yes, yes, yes. So we have Chloe um, in Cleveland with True. Uh, Tristan has more Mylar balloons than this <laughs> These they people these. must own stock in Mylar. Right? That's a good point. Or helium. You know, there was a helium shortage. These uh, bitches. <laughs> it's it, like re- not that long ago. And I think we have just found the culprits. <laughs> yes, it's these women. This family. <laughs> Tristan makes some very weird jokes about this keeping is true. so uncomfortable. And she's like, do not joke about kidnapping my child. He's like, you can't kidnap your own child. And I was like, oh, man, have oh. you never gotten an Amber Alert? Do rich people Buddy. not have do they it's not only have to the get dads them? yeah <laughs> do rich people not get those loud noise alerts <laughs> their assistants hold their phones remember we learned <laughs> that's from Kim. true that's true <laughs> um so he like walks it back and he he says that that he, well he's one he says that coco should take cleveland oh. and then she's like you um were not into this when we were together and yeah. he says, look, I've had a lot of growth and a lot of development and maybe I've become a butterfly. <laughs> yes. I was like, I, I truly have a hard time understanding him. And I was like, what did he just say? I was like, this is this guy. He's getting poetic. I mean, he is a fucking con man. I, know. I, <laughs> I know. wish I could. I, I think he is probably like he's charming and fun and nice. And, and I think he can treat her good as long as he wants to. But he also is such a smooth operator that I'm like, oh, no. I know. And he like, I feel like it's less about, I mean, we'll just find out as this, it will for sure be the, it, this is going to be the storyline of the season. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, but I just, it's, maybe he's done a lot of growth, but there's it just, just makes n- me nervous. There is no way that the final episode of the season, we do not see them co-parenting in the house yeah. and get a kiss in the kitchen. Yes. I, if, if I will look, <laughs> I'm putting money on it guys. Now I'm not going to put money on it because I might have <laughs> money. Um, But I would, I'd be willing to bet that one of the final scenes of season 18 is a kiss between Chloe and Tristan while absolutely. one of them is holding the baby. Yeah, absolutely. So we have Chloe and Scott hanging out back home in LA and they get a call from Tristan. Uh, True's perfect. Chloe's even a little upset that True has no separation anxiety. She's yeah, having great... no problems. I love Scott saying I paved the way for co-parenting. I did too. <laughs> Scott made me laugh. I actually forgot or when they it, when he was in his pranking storyline um with with chloe he made me laugh really hard when he was like i when they're talking about pranking chris and he said i've been pranking this woman for 20 years <laughs> i was like yeah and we've had to watch all of it oh, dude yeah we've watched it you haven't thought of a lot of different ways to prank her but we've seen a lot We're, of it we know but you know he's he's uh he's right he's in a he's in a sweet spot i feel like oh god i think the big takeaway though from this episode is truly bringing in bringing all the bench warmers bench warmers yeah this is a season of bench warmers and i'm like it's fun though i like that that's like that gives it more of a wild card energy uh and I, I'm, yeah, I'm really curious to see who, who starts like coming out of the periphery. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, not the most like, um, I don't know, like, uh, 
titillating episode, but hey, I'll take it. I was ready to hate on it when I saw the preview, and then I was like, hey, I I had fun. Yeah, um, and we moved some major storylines forward in in regard to yeah, like the 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 Chloe Tristan, and I'm very intrigued, and I'm very intrigued at how they're going to stitch this up for us honestly just for like laying the groundwork of how hard it would be to um, work out custody between the two of them yeah. I'm like absolutely get back together that in itself is not worth yes. it you can stay with him <laughs> for another 16 years don't have any more kids with him I know you're probably gonna come out of this pregnant again but like please 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 like it would it's not worth the headache for all of us of you having to negotiate have a black china situation I was just gonna say yeah it's not not worth it like no. it's like that song making whoopee it's cheaper to keep her you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> great reference um well that was it uh it was a fun one we uh will be back uh, we'll continue our pandemic coverage of our favorite fam each and every week on mondays um so we'll continue covering keeping up with the kardashians season 18 you can find it on e hulu wherever you get your kardashians um we release new episodes every monday uh you can check out our website kardashianet.com subscribe on apple podcasts please rate and review we've gotten some really lovely uh ratings and reviews and they help so so much and help other people find us check out our twitter and instagram and like our facebook page email us at kardashianet at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to kardashianet bye, bye.